Broadcasting from atop the Hensler Financial Building in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia, this is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here with Josh Weedye and Adam Stadalius, and uh, we've been, well, some of us have been talking about various things. I'm not sure that we've heard Adam's voice, but uh, hey, this is our segment. Adam, this is our segment. Adam, you awake? Yeah. Adam. This is our segment yeah. together? Uh, well, of course. I mean, <laughs> just you and I? Cue the music. You do your thing. Just I'll just, you I'll just be over wow. here. <clears throat> yeah, it's not going to be quite that good. Just let me know if I need to leave the room. No, well, you don't. Okay. Uh, okay, uh, gentlemen. Ke- Kelly, Kelly Lynn. <laughs> gentlemen, Get on. me out of this morass. All right. We have, uh, we got a situation this week. Um, Leah and Eddie, they are mid, you know, 50s or early 50s, um, investing for many years and have amassed a good amount of cash and wealth. Both have been software developers, created startups that have been bought out by large scale corporations. So they're doing very well. In their most recent meeting with their financial advisor, they have were recommended. Um, the advisor recommended placing them in some alternative investments, and while they are interested in something that kind of counters the stock market, um, they are concerned about the risks. And they, I mean, according to them, the riskiest thing they ever did was stock options. Okay, and. I don't, I mean, I would like to think as an entrepreneur that you kind of have an idea of like kind of what goes on in sure. the background, but they're still a little wary. Yeah, still, uh, especially somebody who's dealt with startups before, you'd think yeah. that they understood a little more about private equity and, and things. That they're are software all, developers. They yeah. may just be. Yeah. They may just nose be like, down, really, yeah, nose, nose down, down keyboard. Stuff, not yeah, really you know. paying attention to the business side of things. I'm making uh, fun of my poor people. Here. Not not uncommon. <laughs> but uh, you know what, though? The, it's it's uh, uh, it's understandable. There's, there's a lot of focus on equity or oh. stock markets. You hear it advertised you hear it right talked about on uh, lots of we financial talk, media yeah we talk stocks bonds all the time real estate you know what's surprising kelly lynn what? is that if you just focus on the public markets you miss out on about 90 percent of the economy which is often covered with mm. these alternative type investments the problem is they're not real closely followed mm-hmm. i mean you you noted that there was a lot of risk there, there is more risk in every single category. If you're a fixed income or bond buyer, uh, on the public side, you've got companies that are watched more closely than on the private side. But you can deal with all kind of uh, investments that are alternatives. Now, I joked about it earlier saying mm-hmm. something about art, and that is potentially a category, but that's not what we're talking no. about here. We're talking about investments Either in uh, we're talking cryptocurrencies, aren't we? <laughs> well, there's some that cover that. <laughs> uh, you can you can either participate or avoid in various things. Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, but I mean, when you talk about alternative investments, it it covers a lot of stuff. I mean, uh, hedge funds mm-hmm. are part of that. Um, uh, private equity, which you hear about. And I think that's where we're about. kind of focusing, correct? Right. It okay. really is mostly a private credit as well. So mm-hmm. you know. Uh, special uh, borrowing or lending uh, practices that you see uh, that are for private companies instead of public companies. Um, but, uh, you know, there's, there's it, 
creates a lot of opportunities, and quite often they'll tell you uh, that these are not correlated, not highly correlated with the stock market, although mm-hmm. in private equity there is some correlation a bit. Um, but, uh, guys, you talk to clients about these things, right? Yeah, and I, I think whenever you're talking about, and kind of going back to the question here, whenever you're talking about adding a different type of investment uh, to your overall portfolio, um, especially if your advisor is recommending, you know, I think you need to first and primarily kind of have a strategy in place. What is this investment going to really and ultimately do uh, for me, for my portfolio, for you know, long-term growth? Um, and then also talk about your your risk tolerance. Obviously, if you're talking about introducing an alternative, Troy's you know alluded to it just a second ago. They can be a lot riskier than a lot of the public um, you know market offerings, and you have to take that into consideration. So, what is your appetite for risk? Uh, what is the goal of this? And then, does it make sense? Um, you know, when you're factoring in your your cash flows. Um, a lot of the time, these investments are highly liquid. Um, does it make sense? Can you afford to not have you know you the money available? Highly illiquid. Illiquid, illiquid. yes, with it, with an I in front. Sorry. Yeah, there we go. No, it sounded a little different. Well, I mean, that's one of the big risks and one of the pieces that you get paid for because they have extra risk, not just anybody. You can't go on your Schwab account and just buy this stuff. I was going to say, is, are these are these for any investors? Not appropriate or? for anyone. Uh, okay. For, for, you know, it's not widely available to the right. average investor. Um, Qualifications? Adam, you know, there are some. Yeah, you have to be what's called a credit investor. Accredited mm. investor. So essentially right. what falls into that is that you have to have a net worth of about a million dollars to meet that without taking your primary residence into Correct. consideration. Right. Or you can also meet the income limits, which is about 200000 as an individual or 300 if you have a spouse. Right, exactly. But right. if you want to get into the textbook requirements of that you have to have that for the previous two years and have a good basis to understand that you're going to continue to carry that income going forward so basically what they're doing is looking for people who are capable of taking on excess risk okay so if the advisor has recommended this there's a good chance that this couple is any advisor who recommends these to an individual would only do so okay if they knew that they were uh, an accredited investor if okay. they were qualified to participate yeah. there's a, another level called the qualified purchaser you have mm-hmm. to have five million dollars basically uh, wow. in investable assets outside of your primary residence so uh, you'll run into to those two terms quite often mm-hmm. when you're when you start digging into alternative investments but some of the investments I mean some of them can be very industry specific so if you wanted a few months ago to get exposure to energy you could have done so through a, a private equity fund. Um, you know, there's different types of private equity. Some are mm-hmm. buy, called buyouts. It's where they go and try to buy companies, whole companies mm-hmm. uh, within the strategy. And, and they diversify within these funds as well. Um, there are things that you have to deal with, sometimes called a drawdown. So you put aside a certain amount of money and then the fund, uh, as it needs the, the capital to invest, it will take a portion of your money. So you might not be fully invested immediately when you uh uh, put aside your your capital earmark it basically for them to take. Um, you can't hold these investments at Schwab. I said you couldn't just go on as an individual, and it's basically because of the 
the uh, the the qualifications that you right. have to meet. But these uh, research on these. Mm-hmm. That sounds like it would be hard to come by. It can be difficult. There are places that actually specialize in this kind of uh, investment research. Quite often, third party. I I do recommend if you know because the information is hard to come by. Yeah, it's not going to be publicly available. They don't have to report to the SEC like other public companies. Uh, So it makes it a lot more difficult uh, to do your research. Um, You have to. You should understand what's going on. Uh, with the strategy that you choose, um, okay. you know, uh, so, some of these are actually public behind the scenes. Like I said, hedge funds, a, a long short fund, or there's mm-hmm. various strategies that you might run across. Uh, those are using public companies, but when it comes to private equity, uh, there still are various other types. Uh, you know, if you ever run across a word secondary, it means that this is a fund that's created to provide a liquidity to those funds that are not normally liquid by buying the shares that other investors want out of. So, uh, you know, it's it's a, quite a complicated uh, situation at times, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we can always help you. And if you needed help, uh, you can give us a call, 770-429-9166. You can ask for Adam Stadalius, mm-hmm. or you can ask for Josh Weida. Either one of these guys, believe it or not, Adam will even talk to you if you call him. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah. I can't believe that. Uh, it's, it's just, it is You don't amazing. just hear the, uh, you know, like ticking in the background, just, you know. Yeah, keep talking. He's there. Yeah, is that exactly. What yeah. Okay. He's yeah. a great listener, though. And if they don't recommend these for you, then there's a reason. Uh, well, I mean, you would be qualified. You would have to, they would okay. verify your qualifications, definitely. Right. So it, it's kind of a one-off. It's not your everyday investment that, that uh, we're going to talk about, but we do recommend some alternative investments and just to summarize it's just you know higher appetite for risk but higher reward potentially correct yeah i mean you wouldn't take more risk if you didn't think you were going to get paid for the risk you're taking right right Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, i mean could be straight up real estate investments as well i mean there's there's other strategies and uh, you know we see clients of all types that have lots of these type portfolios all right well coming up next we are going to talk money and marriage it sounds like a good one all right you're listening to money talks your trusted resource for your money your future your life All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.